On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. Like I am... Like running around with a chicken with my head cut off today. Why? I don't know. It's just like because I'm having to go to this, get to that, and back, and all of these things. And uh, I hate it. I hate the feeling that you constantly feel like you're behind. forgotten something. You're behind, and you know all those glorious things. Is it because I went with you to work today? Probably. You <laughs> <laughs> bring your wife to work today. Jenny, Jenny's on the mic. Is is my beautiful wife? Hey, and, everybody. And, and Matt decided he was going to just take siestas and relax and not be here. So mm. Zach is having to run the control room and be on the mic. Hi. I'm in here. Multitasker. It's good. You know, I heard a study. Uh, not, uh-huh. not that this is a headline, but hear me out. I heard a study that said that uh, multitasking is, is almost a myth, that you're never really doing two yep. things well. You're just doing two mm. things poorly, and that's... I don't know if you had any thoughts oh, on that. Well, yeah. for men, men, can, women can do it. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I see. Now yeah. I <laughs> I, 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 she says that when she she somehow multitasks to ruin every one of her tires on her cars all the time what? and to consistently have tires I, flat. I mean, look, that is not my problem. That there's just hazards. The, road, the roads out here, yeah, they're horrible. The roads there. in Texas. We drive on the someone. same roads <laughs> and. We'll get brand new tires and there's a screw in it. There's I will a say the TV station I was mostly recently working at <laughs> had a pretty rough entrance. To be fair, I, I've seen that parking lot. Is it's bumpy rough. on the way in. Yeah, you're you're onto something. Yeah, it is. Man, there was something to. Uh, what was um. I just went blank. This see, this is great. Me. This is it's an going, awesome start, you guys. This is hey, good no, listening. Don't, don't say that. It is. It's fine. It's a fine start. <laughs> we have it. It's okay. What did we get on our first headlines? Our first headline. Uh, this is one of those things that we should normally preface with. This is not a uh, political show, of course. We're not about that. But the midterms are coming up, and I wanted to talk about this one. So Heath and Jenny were gracious enough to <laughs> tolerate yes, me. Yes, <laughs> always. Uh, yes, the the midterms are coming up. That's the thing. Uh, this is our last episode before then. We haven't talked about them before now. Uh, November 6th is the big day, so our next episode will be after that. This is just an article about polls, right, uh, being wrong. That's the whole thing. It's polls can be wrong. Uh, it's happened before. It can happen again. People, they get caught up in, in predictions and, and like, the, you know, the name game of where, where are things going to go? Who's going to be in charge of what? What's going to happen? And they look at polls and they look at websites like 538 to try to determine what's going to happen with what race. And, and, and the answer is, like, no matter what... You never really know. It's it's all prediction and it's all it's all speculation. But I mean, if it says this person has eighty percent chance of winning and this person has twenty, it might seem like the odds are in one person's favor. But that doesn't, you know, it's not over till it's over, I guess. And and I just wanted to see what you two thought about that. Well, and and it's also, I mean, the last election 
the, the presidential election showed us that the polls were wrong. You know, all the polls. Many of them, thing, yes. And, and, yes. And, and that come out. And, and I think that's kind of a very typical in general. Like um, in the 100% commission, like sales world, here's the number one question I hate getting when, when talking to somebody about it. And it, it never fails, which is, um, you know, 100% commission, right? As I much as you work and sell, you make. And then I say, well, well what does the average person kind of make in, in, in money? What can I really expect to make? Oh. I hate that question because it's like, look, it, here's the comp plan. Here's the kind of business. Do your own. Comp meaning the compensation, compensation plan, yeah. how much you could make. Do your own estimation of what you think you can get. And don't let me nor anybody else set a boundary of some sort of what you can and cannot do. Make that determination and that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're trying to start a. Um, some type of a furniture business, right? Do your own math of looking, no matter if if, if 10 furniture stores have failed, um, look at your own and go, can you make the math work? Not what everybody else says or what the polls say or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. You have to, you have to, I mean, I hate to say like take charge, but it's true. I, I feel like so many people look at something like entrepreneurship as, as you're jumping off a cliff and hoping for the best. It's, no, you've got a parachute. It's a controlled descent. You you have something to say. You have the power to do something. Well, it's making your own decision, not letting somebody else make that for you. Because whether or not you feel like that is, that is what is happening. When you look at what the odds would say or what the other people would do, people beat the odds all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Why do we automatically go to... What are the odds? And I want to fit in that bubble. Because I love that. When people ask me that, I go, well, or, oh, I didn't realize you were average. <laughs> well, 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 I'm not. Well, Savage. No, that, and that's what I do now. And, and they'll go, well, no, I'm not. I just want to know. Then why do you want to know what the average makes if you're not average? I mean, I get, okay, in the defense of these people asking, I get where they're coming from. They have, you know, <laughs> children to feed and house payments but the, to make. But look, then but don't I do see it. what you're saying. Right. But, but the other thing, too, that what's good about what you're doing is you're not setting up a ceiling because a lot of people say you yes. said okay the average makes one hundred thousand dollars a year yes well then they're thinking okay good so i'll kind of you know i'll kind of shoot for 100 when in actuality this could be a half a million dollar a yes. year earner and and so you don't want to set up the mindset of the hundred thousand dollar earner if if they happen to be that person who has the potential to earn more in a smaller amount of time yeah. I, got, I got people that made 10 grand last year and people that made over a million dollars last year see maybe that should be the question what's the most anybody's ever made here like that's that's <laughs> that's a starting point well, we yeah. Have, yeah but see that's what that's what i wish the majority would say yeah because then that's what they're going for that we just we and it's um, and, and take that out of it. It's in general of anything you're trying to shoot for. You look to other people and, mm-hmm. and, and get their ideas and thoughts. And then you next thing you know, you're setting your limits yeah. based on what others are telling you. Based on, you know, like talking about the polls. You're setting your limits based on what the polls tell you is going to happen type thing. Sure. Without coming up with your own idea and your own decision that is what based on your research and not what other people do because we got to remember the majority of people are not those top end earners right Mm -hmm. so the majority of people you're going to talk to are going to limit your ceiling Mm -hmm. you know by based on what their type of thoughts are 
and, and where they've been. It's yeah. true. We always do that. I remember asking that question in college about with regard to broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I remember asking a professor, so, you know, who's the most successful graduate or where do people, I didn't ask, I should have asked that, who's the most successful graduate, but it was more so where do people typically end up after working, right. there, you know, yeah. and so then you kind of target those really small towns and cities when in actuality, I guess if I hadn't known, maybe I would have just said, hey, let me go apply well, in Dallas. I, I, probably wouldn't have gotten a job That's more immediately. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, I see knows? what you're saying, like that it is applicable to all situations. Why not yeah. go for it? All the, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to, when, you, when you start looking at odds and, and all of that, then you start limiting your own beliefs. When you, when you let others who haven't achieved, when we talk about sitting at the table, you know, who's sitting at your table, you'll let people that aren't even anywhere close where you want to be limit what you believe you can go. And that's where I go back to where, um, I was blessed to not be a very smart person because <laughs> I could never, th- I never thought about stuff long enough or had enough sense really yeah. to know what what could or couldn't be done, and and you know I was ignorance on fire, and honestly, there are times that I believe a lot of the time. You just gotta find out. Do you want it? Is it a passion? You're gonna. I, I, you'll be amazed. You'll figure it out. But these odds makers, these polls, these things that people tell you, the percentages of this and that, you gotta get out of that crap. Mm. Because it, it, uh, what I, you know, you know me, I'm like the internal optimist. You know, and, and Jenny's like, you know, sometimes you're a little, and I am a little over optimistic. It's great for inspiring people. It's <laughs> difficult when we're trying to build a life together, sure. and yeah. you know. Uh, uh, financial future. It's very positive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We we learned in in the premarital stuff was um, um one thing on on the whole finances thing that yeah. uh, where where kind of the uh, bar was is that I can't just go buy a plane and not tell my wife. I, I had to. Oh, learn that's that. the bar. Well, that's I yeah. just bought a plane. Thank and, you. And Jenny was like, <laughs> Oh, you just bought it? And I was like, Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Like I'm not, you know. And I was so because the the the, pre, the premarital counselor was like, you, you need to set up. Should, a they're like, you should set up an amount for some couples. It's a hundred dollars. And Jenny goes, Oh, so like if he just bought a plane, he should probably ask me. She goes, Did you just buy a plane and not ask her? I go, yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes, How am did. I just now hearing about? I'm new. This I, is yeah. tremendous. I was yeah, new. It is. So I was sure. New. He was new. I was new, and I was learning. <laughs> ignorance on fire. <laughs> he was ignorance on fire. So well, and it's interesting because oh, wait, had I interrupted no, that point? No, keep okay. Going. I was just gonna <laughs> take this away from me. I have more bad purchases he's made to tell you about. No, I was going to talk about this. When I first read that article, of course, the whole premise of this show is taking a second shot at the headlines and sort of the life lessons we can take from them. And when I heard this, I thought about in news, we always kind of joke about you're only as good as your last big story. Mm. You know, every morning, if you're a staff reporter at any station around the country, typically every single morning, you're having a morning meeting and you have to pitch at least three sellable, usable ideas that you could turn that day. So say the night before you got the big exclusive blew everybody out of the water. Awesome. That was on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. What do you have now? Yeah. You know, it's you have to consistently perform and that's part of the pressure, but it's also part of the, the fun and the excitement that motivates you to keep going. And that's what this one made me think of, because so often in uh, election season, there are candidates that we see that either they have a family name and legacy or a long political legacy. And, you know, they they do their thing, but they kind of figure the polls show I'm going to win. And every once in a while they don't. I mean, and they are blown out of the water by right. someone who was having the mindset of I'm only as good as my most recent big story. Mm. You know, so they're continuing to push, push, push at the end and they end up coming out 
on top. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's a lot of pressure. It'll raise your cortisol levels <laughs> yes. to think like that. <laughs> but if so, I mean, if this is something you really want, and and, if, and we're we're applying this sort of election story to our own lives. Uh, you that consistency really matters in the court of public opinion and also likely in the court of you know your boss's opinion sure and and i think that's i mean that's perfect because that's exactly what we're talking about and, and that's one of the things to remember is that you know don't let other people sit there and put an odds maker or a poll on you and say and and put the amount of percent that you have a shot to make it or not what you've got to figure out is is it something you really love? If it's something you really love, you're going to be able to endure the tough times. Because even if it said you had a 90% chance of making it, you're still going to have a rough time to get there. Okay? So if it's a 10% chance, 90%, whatever, you're still, it's still going to have tough times. And why not, instead of looking at it, if somebody says you only got a 20% chance of making it, saying, I got a 20% chance. Like, that's a good thing, is it should be, because that means there's an op- opportunity and chance. Mm-hmm. Why can't it be you? And I think that if you have something you want to go do and you love it and you have passion about it and you go out there and put pen to paper with it, it may not, that, look, you may look up in 10 years and that thing may not be the one that ended up working, but it led you to whatever it was that what's fulfilling you down the line and down the road. And I go, just don't let the people put odds on you. Don't let the polls tell you what the outcome's going to be. Go out there and make the outcome happen for yourself. We'll be back in the second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. I think we need to hear your voice bringing us in and out of out of uh, breaks. I think your voice is better than mine. Ooh. Really? Yeah. It's just because I have this little bit of, I think, potentially allergies <laughs> or something like that. So my voice is deeper. <laughs> Sure. It's, it's not, like a good broadcast voice. It's, right a, it's not like you have a background in broadcast or anything. You <laughs> yeah, imply okay. that maybe. Yeah. 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 I do Zach, have that. Zach, I don't think any of that has. I do have that, but I really do, yeah, do think. Maybe she should get a little experience first and I'll let her do that. <laughs> Thank you. Should I send in my audition reel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Slide us a tape. Perfect. Yeah. You're only as good as your most recent podcast. Oh. Yeah, gosh. but hey, look, if I'm going to count on you to get me a tape, I can forget about that because you're going to sit there and look at it forever and analyze it to death. And you know, never that's do what it. I've been doing. Absolutely. Yes. That's what I. That's I'm she sit there and analyze every little piece of it to death and never actually like yes. just do it and make that call because it's like, well, my hair didn't look as good there. Oh, well, yeah. but people, like, I mean, look, you'd be like, surprised honey. at what you get criticized yeah, on that's in fair. this you're, business. You're and freaking I'm, hot. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> that's what they're looking for. Well, I mean, a look <laughs> oh, does matter, God. but I'm, you, that's what you look at. You're the one that go, oh, my hair didn't look You're builder. always hot. It's okay. My husband says I'm freaking hot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your tombstone. I am looking for a new agent, so that's why I'm putting all, you know, 
putting all of this stuff together. Because she needs I'm, just let me be the agent. I know. I do. You, you're tougher than any agent yes. I've had. I will Ooh. say that. I will get them. I will the get you the money you need. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it happen. Am I, if you am I starting a buy, career as a 100% commission the salesperson? Car, yeah. <laughs> on the way to the car, you may get a little scared if you don't pay my wife. Mm, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Da, 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 da. Somebody's going to pull that know. up down the road. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This will be on tape somewhere. I yeah. know. Our second story uh, on this By the way, thank yes. you for this, Zach, because I love this story. This one was a Matt one, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, really? for phoning it in this week, he pulled out a good headline. <laughs> yes. He's trying to be as good as his last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not being here. Our first, our second headline, I should say, this one question will make every decision in your life easier. We are not a uh, get-rich-quick scheme kind of show, but man, if this headline doesn't sound like it. Mm. Uh, the British rowing team, all right, uh, had not won a gold medal since 1912 by all measures, they didn't have a good rowing program. Then something changed. In anticipation of the 2000 Sydney Olympics, the team developed a useful strategy that changed everything. They went from being an average rowing team to winning Olympic gold. With their one strategy, they embedded several key principles that are essential to epic success. Also some scientific stuff here. What is the big question? I know you're all wondering. The question is, will it make the boat go faster? I love that's, it. that's about all I've got. <laughs> well, and, and what they're and, and what they're saying there is, so they're a rowing team, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is a part of a performance psychology thing that's called an implementation intentions. Okay, so it's like planning for certain things to happen and having it set in your mind and frame uh, a frame of reference and stuff, right? It's a pre-planned response to a specific obstacle. Exactly. In the most simplest of terms, yeah, it's a plan. So what they did was they adopted this strategy of will it make the boat go faster for everybody on the team to ask themselves for anything that they were going to do. So for instance, say some somebody's buddy on the rowing team asked them to go out and party the night before training. They may get the culture of he asked himself, will that make the boat go faster? No, it won't. When the day before a race and they wanted a donut, and he goes, will that make the boat go faster? No, it won't. So that one question, they applied it to basically everything they did, and it kept them really focused in on, we're going to make this rowing team. I mean, they were super zoned in, you know, like um, other implementation intentions um, which, um, is like uh, um, um, the Navy SEALs have the 40% rule, which means you usually hit the mental resistance at 40% of right. your capacity, and that's where most people quit. Um, you know, so, so, for instance, they teach that and let everybody know that and get, be prepared for that. So when that happens, it's not a surprise. It doesn't come out of left field. They've kind of planned to hit that wall. Right. And so it comes out. So, and, you know, what I do in my business is I've got this deal made up when I'm bringing on, if I'm deciding to, to bring on somebody to start an office with me that I believe in that can build the sales team. It's a long journey, and it's a rough journey of doing it. So I have a life cycle put together that I built probably – 20 30 40 offices from nothing over the last you know eight nine years and so and it's it, it's crazy that how identical all of them mm-hmm. the process they all go through is they hit the same walls the same times and everything and it's a two-year life cycle I, i've got it put together basically telling them in which months they're going to question me which months are going to tell me they're going to want to quit the most which months are going to want to do mm. uh they want to go left when they should go right the, the you know all those doubts come in Basically, have it up front telling them. Right. What it's done is, when I do that up front and keep it in front of them, when it happens, they slowly gain more trust with me because they go, okay, you said that would happen. 
So instead of it taking longer for them to overcome it, they they go, okay, I'm gonna, they believe me faster and buy in because they're like, okay, you already told me this would happen, and it did, so I'm trusting you more and more and more. Um, and they don't take as long way around, and they're able to stay afloat longer. It's amazing that how much just knowing when those blocks are going to come and having those kind of prepared in your mind when everything goes wrong and somebody told you this would happen, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, keep going, versus the other way. It's crazy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and, like, not even also knowing when, but, I mean, additionally, like, just knowing if things are going to come, yes. right? Like, uh, hey, at some point, this is probably going to happen, so here's what you should do when it does. Then when that finally happens, they go, oh, man, I'm prepared because Heath let me know what's up. Like, it's, exactly. it's really stunning what that can do for people. So, like, at the most basic level, an implementation intention is a pre-planned response to a specific obstacle. Mm-hmm. So I can't, you know, it's like a, like if you, like you know, you're going through a job search, you're going through stuff like it's, it's looking ahead of thinking where are some of those pre-planned responses mm-hmm. when life hits you or when that thing kind of happens, get a pre-planned response for it, and knowing that's going to happen is going to help you overcome it faster. I've watched it tremendously happen when people knew that those ups and downs and ebbs and flows were going to happen. The other thing I like about this question, so read the question again. It's just, will it make the boat go faster, right? Yep, simple. Will it make the boat? What I like about this is if you have a specific goal in mind, it takes the emotion out of it. Because the emotion is sometimes where people falter. Oh, yeah. Right? So so let's use an example of like a, a health or fitness goal or say you're trying to follow um, – you know, a certain nutrition plan or something like that. And your friends invite you out and it's, you know, birthday cake and pizza. And you're kind of like, oh, I've got the, again, the emotion. Like I want to celebrate my friend's birthday and I don't want to be the weird one who doesn't eat the pizza and I don't want to be isolated. Oh man, can I jump in here? Please. I've been dieting and doing so well. I earned this. Oh man. Yes. Yes. All of those things. (laughs) All of those things. So if you have that nutrition goal and you know you're, hey, I'm sticking to this for a month or whatever, the one qu- will it make the boat go faster will it get me closer to that goal yeah the answer is the answer is no in the pizza party thing <laughs> and it takes the emotion because that it, it, it's so, the emotions what derails you it's so taxing right. on you too and it makes you not only resent your goal but resent the healthy habits that you're developing to get to your goal so then you go off the rails you're pissed because you didn't follow the plan you didn't you prove that you couldn't do it, mm-hmm. you know, and then you fall further back. So I really like taking the emotion out of it and having it not be about, you know, uh, a certain food being bad or good or not being about I should, I shouldn't, or I'm bad or I'm good, or, you know, these people are trying to sabotage me. It's none of that. It's just, does it get me closer to my goal? That is the goal that I made for myself. I'm responsible for that goal. Can you think about this? If, like, think about somebody that has this this attitude where they're very deliberate about, you know, all of all of their um, you know actions and decisions if they yeah. were this deliberate you know would you want to compete against that person <laughs> no because they're on a mission <laughs> so so think they're about that. that they that, will never go yeah, to the pizza party yeah. but think about that is like if that's true why why wouldn't you want to adopt that yourself yeah knowing that that is a killer mentality that goes look every time something comes up will that make the boat go faster right and and but those implementation intentions can be parts of all of our lives that we can put in place to make do it and and i think that competing against that person would be somebody um you know it's kind of that that they already are pre-planning how to respond and like you've said and like you're saying jenny right here is it's the emotions that make us go um go go party the night before when we're going to be hung over and the boat's definitely not going to be faster because of that emotions get involved so if you have it pre-planned if you have those intentions Mm -hmm. set up 
You won't let your emotions overcome it. And I think sometimes people believe some are just stronger emotional people than they are. It's not. No, these people just put just in, have a they, plan. They just have a plan. You know, I go back to that sailboat story I told a long time ago. Sure. With my my, with my boss, uh, uh, Mike, he talked about a guy he knew that won like eight sailboat competitions down this big, rich place in Miami. And he was like, well, how do you do that? And he goes, you got a better boat. He goes, no, everybody's got the exact same boat. You got to have the same boat. But he won eight years in a row. And all it is is that gum uh, Bowie out there that they got to sell to, turn around, and come back. So it's not really that deal. And he said that he asked him, said, well, what makes you different? He goes, I plan to be off course. I know, you know, these other people plan to try to stay on course so much. But me, I know I'm going to get off course. And everybody does. The wind's going to hit you the wrong way. A wave's going to do whatever. But I have a plan when I'm off course to get back on. So I'm able to just get back on course faster than other people. And I think that that is, that guy's actually just put an implementation intention in, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think at any time you're going to try to do anything or endure, you know, go after something, get out of your comfort zone, do whatever that is, thinking about some implementation intentions, I think would be key. Yeah, I think it's excellent. I don't think that this is a way to live your entire life. By the way, I just have to say that because I went kind of hardcore on the don't go to the pizza party thing. But I'm just saying if you have a specific goal or it's a career thing i don't think that we should all well, live our whole lives removed from emotion you know because we have these goals it's really going to be alienating sure. to people um and communities but when it, you have a goal set you out have you need a it. goal this yes that you have yeah. to do this it's yeah. funny i go ahead sorry it's kind of like why in. i went with you to work today <laughs> yeah because yeah. i said i've got this i've got this thing that i'm trying to do again i'm working on recruiting a new agent i'm working right, on getting exactly my why. material together and i realized what i was doing at home with the you know with our baby you know i want to play with her when i'm around i don't get anything done so i had to remove myself from the situation set a timer sit down be the weird person following their husband to work because i don't have an office right now yeah um <laughs> you know and get it done and i was like wow that was very successful no but that is exactly what you did you said i know these things are going to come up and derail me from doing what i need to do right now so if i go here and go into this conference room close that door i have no distractions then that was an implementation intention. I think we got to be better at that. So, and we'll probably get into some of this on the third segment too, because yeah. I think this can go deeper. I, I really, mm -hmm. really like this intentional effort to, to kind of do that. So, we we'll back in a minute on the third segment of Second Shot. Now, that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people and i appreciate it thank you guys go pick it up today kick off your boots or suit up the choice is yours welcome back to second shot on rncn we we've continued on this this discussion some and i think we've got to hit into some of it third because i just think it's such a the implementation intention i think is something that is one of those things if you adopt it when you're when you say look i, I want to go achieve this or do this like mm -hmm. this is key to put in place and you were zach you were talking about you used to you basically had, you didn't know what it was called but you basically did that thing in college 
Yeah, I had a thing in college that I used to do. Uh, I, I read an article once about how to beat procrastination, and it was, you know, who hasn't seen millions of those? But mm. no, it, it was really clever. The, the whole pitch behind it was when you procrastinate, you're putting something off till later, and you're, and you're telling yourself at the time, hey, later, I'm going to be willing to do this. And, and what you need to understand is the world is constantly changing. We are constantly changing, right? We're constantly different people. An hour from now, I will be different from who I am now because my priorities will be different. I won't be running a podcast. I will be doing something else. I'll be a different person. And the pitch is, in order to beat procrastination, you have to understand when you sit down and do that, you're going to be different. Your priorities are going to be different. And you have to remember that and acknowledge that no matter what happens, if you're saying, hey, in an hour, I'm going to do it, you better be willing to do it in an hour, you know? And you have to acknowledge that, like, Despite everything, you got to keep what's important important. It's an implementation intention. Yeah, and that's so me how did setting you do out. It? Yeah, that's me setting out ahead of time and saying, "I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm going to do this." And and it it worked. Believe it or not, yeah, I, I would I would sit down and actually do work because I was like, "Hey, I knew I was going to be different now, and here I am, and, and I'm me." And it's if you say, I, I believe if you're dealing with procrastination or anything, yeah. what I've always said that which is no matter what it is, is that you have to if you just take some small action, it starts snow snowballing like like if you're sitting there going oh i don't want to design this website right that that you got to design okay and you keep putting it off if you just say look here's what i'll do i'm just going to do the the header Uh uh-huh next thing you know you've almost done the whole thing that's what Mm -hmm. happens a lot of times you you get inspired you get whatever it is like taking any small sort of action is what will i think snowball effect in a big way 10 percent. yep oh yeah um on the third segment here, we usually we, we talk about reviews that people do. We 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 get secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you got any questions um, or headline, headlines, you want us to take or, a second shot you know, at. Yeah. Just in general, anything or you want us to say you want to tell us we're horrible and you don't like us, do it. Send it to us. I'm I'm open, all ears. It may go in the trash, but hey, you sent it. Um, <laughs> don't, don't we will. We that. do. We do read all of the yes, feedback. We read yes. it. We'll certainly take it to heart. Yeah. Yes. And um, second shot Facebook group. If you haven't joined yet, you're missing out. We have a lot of great discussions um, and a great community of people that really get in build. We found, you know, this community is just such a great community that has really kind of um, come together in a lot of big ways. And I also want to give a shout out to a couple people that have given into the shaming that I've been shaming you. <laughs> that I'm shaming yes. you right now. If you're listening to this and have not left a review, I'm shaming you at this moment. Um, to go leave us a review because it helps us with more people. So there's some people that left some reviews since the last time, so I wanted to kind of read them. Oh, let's hear it. Um, one of us, it's uh, from DJ CNNSC. Uh, look forward to it. Love the show. Thank you for taking the time to do it. Great stories and love hearing about Brighton. Oh, our baby girl. This is my most awesome person in the world right now. They love hearing yeah, about Brighton. Right I know. Now. I think they're awesome. Um, the cast, crew, and guests ex- exclude a positive essence and are great. Pick me up on a down day. Keep up the great work. That's so sweet. Thank you. DJ CNSCCS. Cool. <laughs> yes. Hey, real quick. I was thinking about this uh-huh. the other day. Um, say say a few years down the line, uh, uh, Brighton stumbles onto this little second shot thing. Oh, she doing. will. And sure. she, she goes back and listens and listens to all these episodes of us talking when she's like this tall. Uh, what do you think? She'll, she'll be like... She'll think it's really cool. We'll be like mortified. Like, oh, oh my she'll god, they're cool. <laughs> well, she'll think it's telling cool. strangers about me and my. I don't know. I Is think she, she'll think it's cool. I think she'll think it's her having. I hope um, better mm, use of grammar than her father. So she'll, <laughs> she, you know, we'll see. She needs something to separate I, herself and be unique in the world. Yeah. Well, 
here's the thing, Zach. <laughs> you, it's funny that you bring that up, though. It is a lot of pressure because we talk we, we talk about holding ourselves to very high standards on this podcast. I mean, we really do, we talk about our, our own failures, obviously, too. I think we're pretty transparent on yeah. things that we've gone through, are currently going through. You know, things you know where we need to step up our game. But we also talk about holding very high standards. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, she she could listen to it and say, okay, mom and dad, yeah. you know, I heard you saying this, and you've been procrastinating this. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, whatever the case may be. So well, I hope that she. I hope she hears it. I hope she's proud of us. I well, yeah. I think you guys talk about her because she's like the coolest person ever. So she why, is. yeah, why wouldn't she? You know, yeah. I think she'll like it. I think I have a feeling she's not going to be the most shyest person in the world. Yeah. Hopefully, no, hopefully right she's not now. listening to this segment thinking this is horrendous. They're completely wrong. She was just <laughs> baptized over the weekend. Yeah. Oh no, how'd that go? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of tears. Uh, uh, well, yeah. a lot of screaming. Uh, well, because she yeah, wanted to play yes with water. Yeah, that's. She wanted to play, but also it was funny because she spent time with our pastor. Uh, she plays with our pastor's daughter, and yeah. you know we're our, our families have done things together, but I wouldn't say that he's necessarily ever held her. But she would. She kept going to him, wanting she him to hold her. Going to him and didn't want. Me. <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with us. And then also we had we had just like two dear friends and um, her nanny there, and then another woman who sometimes. Cares then she for wanted her. the nanny nonstop. And and did not want mom and dad. Looks like we didn't raise our kid. <laughs> but yeah. it was also one of those moments where you have to realize, you know, what we know what our life is like, and we know our connection with our daughter, obviously. And it's just mostly good that she loves her nanny like yeah. that. And it was just her day that she said, "I'm gonna do something else." It definitely looks like Heath has like a thousand yard stare in there, but I know it's fine. It's not. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not personal. She just hasn't been held by the cool guy. That's all. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing. And she hadn't seen her. Nanny in yeah. several days because she had been home because I'd been home and yeah. um <laughs> so yeah, my parents like, were in town. Thank God she loves her, you know. <laughs> wants to be around her. But she wanted nothing to do with us, no. you guys. Oh, well, she hangs out with you all the time. Yeah, True, yeah, yeah. I know. Social butterfly. And so another one was from West of Keys, um, and he titled West of Keys. He or she titled West of Keys. I guess hmm. they live West of Keys, maybe. Perhaps. Uh, really enjoy the insight that Heath and guests bring to the show. Thanks for all you do in bringing positivity into the world. Thank you. Thank you, West of Keys. Ooh, Very that's cool, awesome. West of Keys. I love it. And what's neat about this kind of stuff, too, again, we mentioned the ratings and the reviews, but really our whole goal with the, you know, Heath's when he started out and me now that I'm here is just to spread this to more people and hopefully motivate and inspire more people and have more people having the opportunity to have like 30, 40 minutes of something bright and motivating in their day yep. instead of the doldrums of everything else that we can deal with. So is that a real word that you just said, that big word? Doldrums? That, yeah, doldrums. that sounds like yeah. something I would make up. <laughs> it does. You know? I don't know if I used it correctly, but I said it confidently. No, just down, like in the, do. down in the doldrums, down, that's a word. Pull yeah. the heat out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's yeah, growing on yeah. you. There's another one. Foster Love Adopt. Um, oh, I know her, and I love her. Aw. Oh. Foster Love Adopt. Santa, I know him. <laughs> titled love and light i have so enjoyed listening to you all and appreciate you sending your love and light to all the listeners currently i'm a stay-at-home mom but still um, able to apply so many aspects of second shot to my life thank you for taking the time out of your week to spread positivity back into the world love love listening to new episodes and catching up on the previous ones and she's an amazing woman you see foster love adopt foster i mean that's what I love, though, is what, what I honestly what, what I love the most about our show that, that we set out to do that that is coming through is because we see like Jeff uh, uh, Rolu. I, I know I'm not saying his last name correctly. I Rulo, never, yeah. if I had to guess. I'm not <laughs> I, sure. Hi, you know. Jeff. Um, 
like he posted like his son his high school son is what got him in, mm-hmm. in into second shot and stuff David. um yeah, yeah and, and you know we have the preston in the past that there was a high school kid then we've got uh somebody's a stay-at-home mom saying that that she finds benefits here we've got uh people like javier and colby and them that are in the uh, business brenda world. yeah mm-hmm. she's, she's listening you know yeah. like yes. th- we have some entrepreneurs uh, what's, yeah. oh, man. what's awesome is that's what we set out to do was to do something that could help give almost anybody something hopefully right Mm -hmm. and it seems like you know when you look at the second shot facebook group and the people they're in there their their backgrounds and stuff are all so different which is awesome because that means we are reaching that broad kind of a um, group of people that that we try to do we don't want to alienate we want everybody to have some ability to have some positivity and we hope that we can bring stuff that isn't just for an entrepreneur or somebody that wants to be um the ceo they they like being a good solid employee and just want to be a better happier employer or mm-hmm. be a great stay-at-home mom or be whatever you know like i think that's what we set out to do yeah and and ideally it, it, there's not a, a content right now there because there is so much content is pretty specific and a lot of it i'm noticing now because i'm so hyper aware of what i play around brighton it's good for me but it's not necessarily ideal for her ears mm-hmm. right now yeah. and so that's the other goal i kind of always have that in mind when we're doing this too is something that would be to your point good for high schoolers or middle schoolers kids um my dad the aspiring retiree yeah. <laughs> he's still working but he wants to be retired yeah. you know just good for everybody yeah i love no, it I, yeah i do too i, I really um I feel very blessed to have the the people that we have that are really engaged with the show and that we're growing on a steady basis and and you know it's times whenever I kind of get tired you know and kind of like you know it's it, it I know, it's, a lot, it's a lot of work <laughs> it's a yeah, lot of, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of work and and I'm I'm paying to do a lot of work you know it's and so I it's so important to me to hear y'all's reviews and to see your posts in there because. You know, I'm not. I don't just wake up every morning. I'm just some kind of mortal Superman that can stay positive 24/7. I need the reinforcement. That's real life. Mm-hmm. You know, these people that try to act like they're not, there's not. But um, I need that. I, I love watching the people connect and, and the good things going because it helps keep me wanting to um, drive forward with the show and, and to keep doing it. And it's awesome to see the young people and the old people and everybody in between that are getting something. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for all you guys. I really am. Yeah. And, and thank you for, for all that you do and the, the, the reviews and, um, telling people about it. It's, it's, um, uh, it's really important. You know, there's times that the grind, it can trying to fit it into all the things that got going on. <laughs> no. You guys are, you all are the only reason that, that does it. And, and the, hearing from it keeps me striving for it yeah you guys you, you guys say? yeah you guys are the the, the realist man yeah all, all, all the all the people we mentioned and the people we didn't and i'm sure there are people we didn't and i feel horrible about that but um just so cool every one of you also really, yeah. i will send people on to the second shot group for the discussion topic that zach started that i really love talking about <laughs> people's secret to unwinding and decompressing um at the end of the day how you take stock of what went wrong surely all that, of that surely kind of that has nothing to do with matt being gone the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> so anyway go ahead but and that's hop in the, the perfect group and plug for you to go join the group if you haven't yeah. to go yeah. jump in on that discussion and see what everybody's saying and doing because it's really awesome how they're getting together so where can they find you at jenny right here Right here. I'm right Ooh, here right in every here. podcast. I love it. Um, so com, Jenny Anchando TV on Twitter, Jenny Anchando on Facebook, and Jenny Anchando on Instagram. Instagram stories are the fun, and that's where it's at. And also, if you listen to this podcast and like it and post it to your Instagram stories, I will repost it to all of my followers. 
Zach? You can find me at Apple Zackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. I'll be in that Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Check it out. We're having a lot of fun over there. We want you to come have fun, too. At Heath Oaks on Twitter and at Ignorance on Fire, Instagram, Facebook, and all that. And I really do mean it. I love y'all. I appreciate what you do. You guys keep me going on it. I love hearing the good stuff. So keep please giving it back to us. And uh, I hope y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time on Second Shot. Second Shot.